Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the FXR Racing Race Tech Suspension Privateer Island Life. This one is number 185 with Carson Brown. Guy killed it at Ross Shugel on a two-stroke. Uh, really, really rode well, especially that first moto. And uh, I always like catching up with Carson. Uh, good kid and a really talented rider. Seriously, he's really talented. And uh, I'm, 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 awesome. I'm honored to have him on the podcast. Thanks for you people for listening. Thanks to FXR Racing, designed by racers for racers, the Club MX team, FXR Racing. And, uh, of course, Brock Tickles wearing FXR Racing. A lot of guys, they support the privateers out there. Pulp MX30 is the code to save with those guys. The 2023 stuff is out. It looks really, really good. Fits nice. they got a bunch of different lines. They cover you head to toe. Uh, they've got uh, uh, snow stuff as well that they're world famous for. And casual wear and more at FXRRacing.com. Use the code and save some money. Thank you to the folks at Racetech as well. Suspension. Uh, they'll dial you in with that. Get your right spring rate for your weight and or speed. Get the oil change, new bushings, new seals, that kind of stuff. They got motor work as well. The folks at Racetech have worked with Carson Brown before, and uh, they worked with a lot of privateers in, over the over the years. So they do a good job. They got service centers all across America, of course, and uh, Racetech.com for more information. Their website is a cornucopia of information. So uh, please check it out. And thank you to uh, the Racetech guys and FXR for coming on the show. I also want to thank the folks at Max's Tires, Roost MX, and Firepower. We'll tell you more about them as well. But Numir Technologies, big company in D23, uh, supporting the industry out there, giving away some bikes, supporting some privateer riders. They got pistons for every make and model from two-stroke to four. They'll have you handled. And, uh, yeah, please check them out, Namira.com. And uh, they got a watercraft stuff as well. So uh, whatever it is, man, they can help you out. Namira Technologies, uh, please check them out on the web. And, uh, all right, let's uh, – Let's talk, call up Carson Brown here and uh, get the scoop on Washougal and more. And now, as promised, on the FXR Racing Race Tech Suspension, Privateer Island Life, somebody who really opened some eyes this past weekend at Washougal, and I got to be honest, surprised the shit out of me because uh, he crushed it. And uh, maybe that shouldn't have been such a surprise. Carson Brown, what's up, man? How are you? Hey, we're doing good. I uh, appreciate you having me on. No problem, man. Uh, yeah, I got it. You know, obviously, we knew you were racing, we know you're a local. We also knew you were on a two-stroke, and so, you know, we did our Pulp Fantasy stuff and everything else, and I, I'm just like, I, I don't know, man. I don't know how well it can go. Uh, in the first moto, you threw up, threw up a tremendous charge, 15-20 uh, on the day, seven points. Uh, you happy? You stoked? Yeah, so, I mean, before the race, everybody was kind of asking me how I want to do. I definitely wanted to uh, score some points. I'd I kind of told everybody, you know, I'd be happy if I was in the top 20 both motos. Mm -hmm. If I could get a top 15, I felt like that was kind of best-case scenario for uh, everything I had going on with the two-strokes. So, I mean, first moto, um, I, I had a little crash in the first corner and uh, had to get done the ugly way. I mean, kind of through the pack. And then, um, yeah, I got a 15th in that one, so I was stoked. <laughs> I bet, yeah, for sure. Um now, again, another reason why I had some doubts on you, Carson, was because, you know, each week the guys that are racing the Nationals are, are, are raising the game a little bit, getting a little better, uh, getting a little tougher, all that kind of stuff. And you, this was your first National all year. So I was impressed with the fitness, too. I don't know how much you've been riding since the end of Soupy, but looked like a lot. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, I'm always, um, no matter what, I'm always getting my motos in on the bike just in case, you know, any opportunities pop up. And I, uh, I knew for a little bit that we were going to do the Washougal National. So I, mm -hmm. uh, I got on the YZ250 pretty early there. And, um, 
you know, just started kind of fiddling with it a bit in the backyard trying to get ready for it. And luckily, uh, you know, it kind of paid off. I, I gelled pretty well with the bike, and I, I was stoked on that. So I was going to ask you about that. And obviously, I feel like your adaption to a two-stroke, because, you know, we all watch your pit videos. You've ridden everything uh, at any time. A two-stroke's nothing new for you. I, did it take you much to get back into the swing of things on how to ride one? You know, not too bad. I mean, the uh, the two strokes for some reason, I just I feel really good on them, just with how light feeling they are and everything, and especially that YZ, like um, that thing being so skinny and aluminum frame and everything, I'm able to really throw it around and be super aggressive on it um, with the bike being really consistent. Um, you know, it, I know that that thing. You know, it they've had that thing so dialed for so many years. I mean, yeah. it hasn't changed a ton. Um, so it's really refined and it, it doesn't do any, you know, crazy stuff that out of the blue. Dude, pro circuit pipe silencer and a V force, that two fifty motor is awesome. That's a great yeah, combo yeah. right there. <laughs> so absolutely. And I was I was talking to uh Mitch before this this whole thing or whatever, because I, I kinda told him the idea and I told mm-hmm. uh Dirt Bike magazine the idea and they're they were just like, Yeah, get it over to Pro Circuit and Mitch told me he's like, dude, I have a really good package that me and RV had been working on. And, um, so, so they did that to it. And I mean, it really opened up like the thing freaking ripped and it really surprised me. Cause I mean, um, with that motor, um, being the same for so long, I didn't know, um, how good it was mm-hmm. compared to some of the other 252 strokes out there. And it, I mean, it really surprised me. Did you surprise yourself with the crash to 15th? Yeah. So that one, when I was, when I was on the ground, I was like, man, I just made my day really long on myself. This is, this is not going to be a fun one. And I'm like, um, you know, what I'm going to do is I'm just going to throw down as hard as I can. Um, these first bunch of laps just to kind of get to the pack and get where I think I can and then see how much energy I've got left. Mm -hmm. And, um, luckily I had pretty good energy all the way through the moto, just threw down those, those first four laps to kind of get by everybody while they were still bunched up and yep. then that was good and i i rode aggressive so the suspension felt uh, a little bit soft or whatever and i was like you know what for the second moto let's let's click this stuff a bit stiffer and i wasn't thinking i mean i haven't ridden the national in forever so i wasn't thinking how much rougher and more hard packed the track was going to be for that True. second moto and just yeah. kind of screwed myself on <laughs> on that one <laughs> but you know it's 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 learning right like now i know for next time Hey, we, uh, you've ridden Washougal a ton, and I was talking to Joey Lancaster, and you know you guys had an uh, epic wet spring there, and they brought the dirt in for the National, and it was really soft and really moist and really got like more traditional, softer braking bumps. And we had Sexton on the show on Monday, and he thought it was rougher than Millville. So did Cade. Um, was that a roughest uh, Washougal that you've been around for a while? Do you agree? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think um, those were definitely the biggest braking bumps I had um, I had ridden. And, you know, I heard that they were really digging up the dirt, like especially in the catcher's mitt and stuff. And mm-hmm. it, was, it was deep through there. Like, um, you know, Washougal just usually gets so hard packed throughout the day. Yeah. Um, even, even on National Day that, you know, it doesn't change a lot. But the track all day was uh, consistently changing. I've never seen it like that. But mm-hmm. it was uh, – it was cool because it was it was a bit tacky, like you said, with all the moisture and the dirt. So I think it was honestly kind of best case scenario for the for the two stroke. 
Carson Brown on the FXR Racing Race Tech Suspension Privateer Island Pod 1520 on a two-stroke. Um, all right, so Horsepower Hill, definitely somewhere where you noticed a negative to a two-stroke. Was there anywhere else? And what was a positive to it out there? Yeah, so definitely Horsepower Hill was a bit tricky. I had to kind of pick my lines. I couldn't go where it was going to suck me into a rut or a hole yeah. or anything. So I kind of had to had to be a little careful through that. But mostly um, the part where I struggled the most was jumping off that single into the sand. Mm, yeah, yeah. Um, yep. I would land in there, and I'd pretty much just have to shift to first gear and get going again. <laughs> um, so those guys, those guys killed me through there. Yeah. Um, but those were the only uh, two spots that I kind of struggled. Like, I thought I'd struggle in the whoops a bit more, but I was able to Well, they to were jumpers, right? They were jumpers, yeah. not skimmers, so that that helped you. Yeah. Well, that was the thing. I was able to kind of skim on that thing, whereas the other guys had to jump. Oh, okay. I, yeah. I, I, with kind of that uh, light two-stroke feeling, I was able to kind of get on top. And I think I was actually probably making the most time up through there when I thought it was going to be the biggest disadvantage. Uh, did, did you have to go shift down at the top of horsepower Hill? Could you pull all, could you pull third all the way up? Um, I just kind of at the end of the motos when the bike was hot, I yep. would have to shift down at the top. For okay. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, but for the most part, it pulled it pretty darn good up that thing. And you pulled a good start second moto too, like a decent start, you know? Um, yeah. So. Cool. Yeah. Mid, yeah. mid pack. So yeah. I was just like, I was telling everybody, I'm like, if I could just at least start, you know, mid pack and then mm -hmm. kind of work my way through, I'll be happy. Um, so at least, at least the second motor, I was able to do that except yeah, you know, <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Bryson Gar you passed Bryson Gardner in the whoops and he just, he looked right over at you. It just was like, probably who the hell is this dude on a two stroke? <laughs> that, that first motor, we, the second half of the race, we battled forever. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I kind of got behind him, and he was taking my exact same lines, going exactly where I was going to go each time. I'm like, this guy's reading my mind. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, <laughs> Kate said he he waved you by. Kate was like, yeah, just go, man. I got, I don't have, I don't yeah. have this. <laughs> so. I think a few guys heard that two stroke come up on him, and they didn't know what to do. Yeah, no, we we made sure to give Kate a lot of shit about a two stroke guy passing him, but so uh, on, on Monday show. Um, also, I want to thank the folks before we get too far into this thing. I want to thank the folks at Roost. 48-hour turnaround. Pulp Nation is a code to save with Roost MX. Custom graphics, custom uh, pitch shirts, uh, anything you want. Loretta's, they'll be there all week. Post it up as well. Pulp Nation is the code to save. they got a whole section for pulp merch, too, clothes and T-shirts and things like that. RoostMX.net is the website. And get some numbers, get some graphics. They can do whatever you want. Pulp Nation is the code to save. Uh, so, okay, uh, whoops, what's good for you? Could you get... Could you, I mean, I don't know, like, okay, so the, the sand jump, no good. The leap in the sand, no good. Could you get inside of guys? Could you, because when I get on a two-stroke, and I've only got the old ones, right? Like, I got an 89 Honda. I got my 500. I had a 90 Cowie. I could find myself, like, uh, at, at Milestone or Paris, the two places, are Glen Helen, places where I rode them. I could come into a turn and go tighter than a four-stroke because of the momentum of the two-stroke sort of ends, right? And it's lighter and you can put it somewhere. Were you able, Did you notice that? And could you get inside of guys easier? Yeah, it seemed like I was able to kind of dart around and, and throw it into spots um, just because, uh, like you said, that two-stroke feel, like it doesn't have that big tractor mm -hmm. flywheel um, 
feeling. So I was able to kind of dart around and get in and kind of clutch around stuff. Um, whereas the 450s, you know, you're going in and you're dealing with the engine braking so much and you're fighting the chassis mm -hmm. um, with all the power. So, um, you know, it, it kind of felt like I was riding a, a 250F almost, um, able to kind of right. dart in and out of spots where I normally would probably struggle. Now, you were going to ride a 125 in Supercross. We covered that um, uh, at some point um, as well for you, uh, and you rode a 250 here. Were you doing a 125 in Washougal, or was it always a 250? What was the reasoning behind the 252 stroke and not a 125 one? Yeah, you know, I had a YZ 252 stroke um, at the house here, and I really, um, I was just gelling with it really good. And um, I had talked to Mitch at Pro Circuit before, and he, he had told me that I had a really good motor package for it. Um, okay. And so basically, um, I just planned on it from there, you know. The, yep. the YZ125, that new motor, um, they've been developing it a bit too, but it's uh, since it's new, I didn't know if we were going to be able to get enough parts in time, um, especially like practicing and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, but... Uh, you know, honestly, the y, the YZ250 thing, I'm really glad I did it. The thing rips. So, what in your mind, and you again, you've ridden all this stuff. Is it easier to ride a 252 stroke in the 450 class, or easier to ride a 125? Like how you did pretty well, 15, uh, a 20, and this argument, this question maybe can't be settled because who knows? But is there a class where a two stroke is better at than the other one? You, Man, you know, that that's a tough question. Right, right. Um, it, you know, a 125 has its advantages, too, just being even so much lighter. Mm -hmm. um, but, I mean, that thing against a factory like a Starbike or something, you know, that's that's tricky. Right, right. Um, but, you know, it, it's really hard to say, honestly, um, without just going out there and going back to back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I just, I, yeah, like I said, there could be no answer to it. I don't really know. I just wondered, you're the king of this stuff, so maybe you would know. Or maybe you would rather have an XR200 out there. I don't know, Carson. You, you probably have anything you could ride. So. <laughs> I mean, an XR200 would definitely be the most fun. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, right? Uh, that's fantastic. I want to thank the folks at FXR and Racetech as well. Uh, Pulp MX30 is the code to save with FXR, and uh, Pulp22, the code to save with Racetech. Get some suspension work done. Get some new gear from the folks at uh, Racetech, or from FXR, I should say. Um, all right, uh, any plans to do Paula? What do you think? Yeah, you know, we've, we've talked about it a little bit. I don't know for sure. I'm just kind of going day by day on all this stuff. Um, as you know, nationals are just so expensive and everything to do and yep. um, to drive down there and everything. But, you know, if the opportunity's right, then then why not? <laughs> would you do it on a two-stroke again? Is, is that what you would do? Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I'd show up on that YZ250 and let her rip for the people. <laughs> how, how was the fan response? How was the crowd? Could you, I mean, I was up in the announcer's tower, and yeah, they were cheering you, man. Did you notice that, and how cool was it? Yeah, yeah, all the way around the track. Everybody everybody was stoked. I think I could hear the people more than the bike, honestly. So um, that was really cool. It's just, um, you know, it's, it was cool to see how well accepted the two-stroke was out there, um, you know, just because everybody – Everybody wants to relive those those golden era ages, yeah. and I mean, it's just it's so much so much fun getting to um, to do that out there. Yeah, I could imagine, you know. And again, like you're not in the point series, you're you know you're just showing up at your home race, so no pressure. Whatever you do, you do on a on a, on a two stroke, right? I, I was, uh, I mean, we talked about this in, in the last one we did. 
you on a 125 and supercross that would have been cool too man you could have done some damage i think yeah yeah for sure i i'd still definitely i mean um if it all works out i'd definitely love to do that sometime for sure still um i think it it would be really cool i mean stank dog did it this year and there was there was rumors that some other guys were gonna do it too but they never did mm-hmm. um but i would definitely love to give that a shot on uh on the yz125 you know just to just to see where it stacks up and right. everything i i feel like it could be um really good i mean it's hard it's hard to be competitive um obviously on a two-stroke and that's that's not why we're doing it right yeah. but yep. um it, it would it would definitely be cool to get out there and do it did you have any funny interactions with anybody in staging or anybody any any riders you know honestly ap always always uh, <laughs> likes two-stroke i mean last year even he was stoked on it this year he seems stoked on it again so i thought that was pretty funny yeah, um, yeah i could imagine but for sure honestly a lot of guys i go rolling up and they're looking at it like dude what <laughs> yeah yeah like yeah it, it's uh from a racer's uh aspect like especially guys who are in the points chase they look at me and they're just like dude what's this guy doing <laughs> yeah i mean i was telling kate on the show i would do anything to not get beat by a two-stroke i would i would i don't know if i'd take the guy out i don't i don't know but he was like no dude i waved him on <laughs> so, <laughs> um a lot of a two-stroke to me anyways is listening to the motor seeing where it's going what you need to do up down clutch all that kind of stuff is it hard to do with 450s around you to, to know i mean you have way more experience than me and you're a better rider than i am but is it harder to keep a two-stroke where you need it to be with surrounded by four strokes yeah yeah exactly that thing when i'm riding it it's actually not very loud it sounds um pretty quiet mm-hmm. um compared to a four-stroke when i ride it so um when i had guys around me I had to really feel the bike on when to shift it and stuff. I couldn't necessarily go by sound. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, if those things being carbureted as they got hot or as they get hot, you know, you've got to shift it a little bit differently um, depending on where the power's at. I mean, during a, a 30 plus two, I mean, any bike you ride is going to feel a bit different um, yep. throughout the day. So it definitely, I had to stay on it and know when to shift it. Like, I started revving it a little too high, and then I was just like, man, I got to short shift this thing. Yep. Um, so that was definitely something that I, I struggled with a little bit, but uh, figured out as the day went on. Yeah, I would think so. How was the jetting? Uh, it was good. Yep. Honestly, it was spot on the whole day. We did. Um, we adjusted the air screw a little bit, but other than that, like, we didn't have to re-jet or anything, yep. which... You know, a lot of guys online, they're like, we don't ride two strokes because we got to jet them every day for everything. Nah. I, I nah. didn't have a problem. <laughs> no, that, that's an old carb on that. Like that thing. Yeah, the, the motor and the carburetor, everything. That's a good package. Um, did you run stock gearing or where were you at in your gearing? Yeah, honestly, um, usually I'm a big gearing guy, like yeah. messing around with the gearing and everything. Um, I just rode the thing stock gearing. Um, but if I did it again, I would definitely go with a bigger tube sprocket in the rear uh-huh. just so that I could roll it on. Cause, um, like we had talked about the, before the track was a lot, uh, rougher, mm-hmm. um, than it usually is. So we were coming into the corners and going a lot slower with some of those deep ruts, kind of standing the bike up. And I found myself in first gear and hitting neutral, uh, every once in a while. So I definitely, would have gone with a bigger sprocket just to stay away from neutral. Yeah, probably, right? Yeah, not a bad idea. Maxxis tires, by the way. Maxxis.com. Get them uh, MXSTs, K Clayson. 
put it points in the moto using MXSTs. Jeremy McGrath dialed in that MXST as well. Maxis.com, light truck tires, trailer tires, uh, mountain bike tires. Absolutely love it. Uh, talking to Carson Brown here on the FXR Racing Race Tech Suspension Privateer Island Life. Uh, all right, Carson, uh, a couple other questions for you before we let you go here. Uh, Supercross 2023, uh, you filled in with the AEO guys. Uh, by the way, Derek Kelly, man, he's crushing it outdoors. He's, he's riding really well. Like, I'm yeah, surprised. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Derek is having a, a killer outdoor season. That's really good to see for him. I know he's been putting in a ton of work during the week. Um, that whole team has, honestly. Um, you know, I don't have anything set for next year. Um, obviously, this year I was a uh, fill-in mm-hmm. for a few of their guys. Um, so, as for now, next year I've got no plans so far. Um, you know, I've talked to a few B teams, but uh, nothing's really come through yet. That's uh, too good. Mm-hmm. Um, so... You know, worst case, um, I still have my 250F that I built uh, this last year since we were going to do our own thing. And, um, you know, I'll hold out for a really good fill-in ride or just whatever the case is. You know, I'll ride the YZ125 at some rounds. Um, I'm open for whatever. AEO guys, uh, they just shut the door for you. I don't know what they're doing. Did they keep in touch with that. I thought that worked out really well. So what? what yeah, yeah. The AEO guys were great, and I, I talked to them at Washougal and everything. You mm-hmm. know, they're just um, focusing in on uh, you know finishing out these outdoors. I mean, it's so grueling as a team. You know, this yeah. time of year to to get through those last few things, and then I think then they're you know able to focus a little more on what they're going to do for the next year. Right. So you're not closing that door, or they haven't closed it on you for Supercross. Yeah, no, no, absolutely not. Those guys are those guys are great. So, right. um, right. you know, you you never know. Just depends kind of what the deal is and uh, what we could work out possibly if uh, uh, if I get that call. I feel like, dude, you had a really good season. You gotta you gotta get back out there somewhere, somebody with something. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Either yeah. either way, you're gonna see me at Supercross. Okay. So there's yeah. no worry about that. We're making it happen. Okay. All right. Good to hear. Yeah. Because I mean, with your fan base and and people that like you and you have a following, and then you did really well. You know. Uh, yeah. This is a, a great thing if you can be there. So hopefully, I'm glad to hear that you'll be there for sure. Um, you. I saw I follow you on Instagram. Um, what were you talking about with a 1980 XR80? What 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 was this all about? This is your favorite bike ever, or something? Yeah, so we have this uh, 1980 XR200. Oh, 200, okay, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that uh, one of our buddies gave us. And this thing has the original piston from 1980, and it just keeps on going. I don't know how much dirt it sucked through the motor over the years (laughs) or just ran out of oil a million times, like cases broken, oil dumping out. And this thing just starts up every time and runs like a champ. It smokes and everything, and I... I started up the other day and I knew like it was on the, it was on its last day. Right. And I was like, this thing needs rebuilt. And I'm like, I'm going to try and get one more moto out of it. And so I, I go thrashing on the thing. We do a video or whatever. And I'm, I'm all done with it. And I'm going to do one more wheelie up the yard uh-huh. and, and I'm doing a wheelie and, and it just lets go. I don't know if it broke the timing chain or, oh, piston or okay. what it did, but, yeah. um, you know, that thing, it's, it had world record hours on it, so I couldn't believe how tough that motor was. <laughs> yeah, I bet, right? What do you what do you ride if you're just you're not getting ready for Washougal and you're not getting ready for Supercross and you're just at home and you want to turn some laps on your little track that we saw that we were talking about on our, one of our live shows. I have no idea how that thing goes. I think I would end up in a tree or cross-jump somebody or whatever. I still can't figure out the layout of this track you have. But anyways... Um, what 
what do you grab for a bike? What's fun? What what's just like I got nothing to do, I want to have fun on my what do you grab? You know, I'm a I'm a big 125 guy. Um so typically I'll grab I've got this uh 2002 CR125. Yep. And for some reason this bike just there's something about it that I love. Just bone stock, right? Suspension stock, stock pipe. Every ounce of this thing is stock and it just for whatever reason it fits my track so well um and i i really enjoy that thing and then a yz 125 2 out there of course any 125 yeah it, i'm gonna be happy on riding and that's typically what i'll ride um you know on the daily i like to to get my motos in i'll 125 it up all well, the way that honda's pretty slow at the time i wonder if that has something to do with it just a, a mellower power yeah you, you know? know it's it's funny you know everybody says how slow that o2 cr 125 is in um you know, it's just, it's got no bottom end, but it screams on the top. Mm-hmm, okay. um, so, it, yeah, it kind of fits my style, just holding the thing wide open. But, you know, it's not even the the power that I like. It's the um, the geometry of the bike is just really good. Right. Okay. All right. Good to know. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, Carson Brown, 1520. You passed 15 dudes in Moto1. Uh, more than that. Um and I love it. Bryson Gardner looking over at you, maybe my highlight of Wash Hugel, like looking over at you as you went by him in the whoops, like wondering, what the hell is this dude? That was a great. <laughs> um, are we going to, so are we going to see this in Dirt Bike Magazine uh, or the web or what are they doing? What was the, what was the collab with them? Yeah. So basically I threw the idea um, out to them and uh, they made this whole thing happen. Um, and honestly, yeah, you'll see this thing, magazine, web stuff. There'll mm-hmm. be a test on the bike. Um, I'll write up a thing about doing Washugal and all that, that stuff. Um, so, yeah, huge huge shout-out to those guys for making this whole thing happen. And, uh, yeah, Tilly over there, all those guys, they uh, they make some of these crazy ideas come true, and it's it's pretty cool that they helped me do and that. And this is your own bike? This YZ250 was your own bike that you guys had? No, so basically, um, I threw the idea um, out to them, and I told Yamaha too mm-hmm. um, about it, and so they got a, a media bike over there, ah, and okay. uh, that's kind of how they made it happen. Okay, yeah, Blue Crew, bro, we support Absolutely. we support guys like you. Yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah, the <laughs> Yamaha guys have been really cool with all that stuff, so it, it's pretty cool that they've uh, they've kind of made that happen. So, at the end of the day, did you feel worked? Did you feel like mentally fried from? trying to make you know you're trying to make passes with these guys you got to set these guys up two or three corners in advance you got to squeeze inside of them like you you had to do a lot of things to get by a lot of guys uh were you fried at the end of the day or how'd you feel you know um by the end of the day i was i was definitely tired but i wasn't near as tired as i probably should have been mm-hmm. um that second moto just um fighting the suspension a little bit yeah i wasn't able to ride like really hard oh okay um so i actually had some more left in the tank um so by the end i was like man that was when i probably should have been just destroyed (laughs) um and i would have been i i wasn't too bad i was definitely sore the next morning though that place just it's more of taking the roost uh, than anything. Mm-hmm. Um, you're just clenched on so tight going up horsepower hill, taking <laughs> yeah. 450 roost. Yeah. Um, that I was more sore from that than uh, physically riding the bike. So I thought that was kind of funny. I don't know who I talked to after the race, one of the factory guys, and they, they said you, you get physically mad at the guy roosting you. It hurts so much. Even though it's not oh, his yeah. fault, you physically are very angry at the gentleman in front of you roosting you. It hurts. 
yeah, yeah, it's no joke that that clay. I I had one hit me, and I I thought I was gonna get blow me off the bike. I was like, holy smokes, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, crazy, right? Your chest is just all hammered the next day and everything. So, what uh, what's next for you? So, it's July twenty seventh as we do this. So maybe Paula, you don't know, but what else, do you have anything written in uh, in stone that you're going to do this off season? Yeah, so possibly Paula, not for sure on yep. any of that. Um, so one twenty five Dream Race that's coming up. That's always fun. Joey Lancaster puts that on at Washougal. Yep. Um, Thirty two to one classic um we're gonna do that it's a two-stroke race up in montana oh okay uh and then i'm gonna do another one of those bagger harley races too oh you are is, okay, uh, nice. is coming up yeah rob bidos yeah. um you know put that whole thing together so i was like hey might as well do it that was fun for something different you know so um just some some kind of stuff like that until uh supercross starts rolling around um just keeping fresh on the bike and and keeping my hours up and uh keeping those skills honed are you back on the usa uh, pit bike of nations team yes yes it's um that's that's coming up soon too so okay. i'm gonna have to you know keep on the uh the pit bike training program all the way baby well listen <laughs> uh, i i uh, as a team manager for team canada we will bring you guys down this year i'm switching things up i got some new ideas some new riders and uh, we'll take you guys down yeah we really will so. Hey, you guys can't cut the track this year, though. <laughs> Listen, it all <laughs> it all counts, bro. No, there, there, there was no video of that, so you know, uh, yeah. I think we were the first to do it. I think one of my guys was the first guy to do it, and then it started it. So I don't uh, know if I'd be proud of that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we got a bronze medal. We got a bronze medal. Uh, yeah, we'll take you down. Don't worry, you Villapoto and uh, Willie Browning, right? I think we're the team. I was Willie Browning. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think uh, that's the plan so far. Okay, well, yeah, just get ready to be on a second place podium spot on there, Carson. Just, just don't worry about it. Right, we got some <laughs> some good Canadian pit bike riders lined up for that. So, um, all right, I look forward to some good battles. Cool, man. Well, hey, thanks for doing this. Uh, good job uh, again. I should have picked you in Pulp Fantasy. I don't know what I was thinking. Uh, really, really impressive. Uh, I didn't have you getting points. I know you're a great rider, but jumping in your first national on a two-stroke, I kind of didn't have you getting points. And boy, was I ever wrong. Good job, man. So hey, thank you. I really appreciate it. I don't. I don't think anybody knew where I was going to end up on that one, so I was stoked. Yeah, great <laughs> ride, man. Thanks. Uh, thanks for the time. Keep in touch, and uh, I'm sure I'll see you soon. Thanks, Carson. Hey, thank you. That's Carson Brown on the FXR Racing Race Tech Suspension Privateer Island Life. Thanks to the folks at Firepower, FirepowerParts.com. You know about their chains made in Japan. You know about their batteries, featherweight lithium batteries that a lot of teams are using. The chains as well. There's Firepower Honda with Max Anstey and Dean Wilson coming in uh, for next year. So firepowerparts.com, and they also have oil now, too, built by from the ground up by a leading OEM manufacturer. So Firepower Oil, Firepower uh, Parts, uh, they've got much more than chains, oil, and batteries. Check them out if you can, firepowerparts.com. And, uh, yeah, really appreciate those guys. Also appreciate the folks at Maxis, Roost, Namira, Pistons, FXR, and Racetech all on board with this podcast. Thanks to Carson Brown for the time, and uh, enjoy the off weekend, everybody.